Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of The Little Spiral with me, Tracy from Sun Spiral. I'm not on my own this week. I've actually got a guest with me. Ben, who you may remember from the episode on OKRs a few weeks ago, is here again to join me to talk about personal strategy. Do you want to say hello, Ben? Hi, Tracy. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Thanks for joining. So what we said we were going to do today is talk a bit about personal strategy. I know we touched on strategy when we did the episode on OKRs and we touch on it from time to time quite often but I wanted to dedicate an episode to what we mean when we talk about strategy personal strategy and all those kinds of things so as our resident strategy expert are you ready to jump straight in um expert wow yes yeah let's (laughs) jump in (laughs) okay yeah so in your experience Ben what would you say is a strategy okay strategy is an interesting one isn't it because it has lots of different interpretations I would boil it right down to to something quite basic and it's choosing what your intent is it's basically setting your direction and is that an overarching view of strategy or does that apply more just to what we mean when we talk about a personal strategy I'd say it's a general thing. So obviously strategy, a lot of people think it's synonymous with perhaps military operations or business, but I would say it's generally applicable. The concept of strategy is the same, whichever area you choose to apply it to. I think sometimes when I hear the word strategy in an overarching sense, I think of it as being something quite quite sneaky, you know, like in chess and Mm. being a few steps ahead. Yeah, the sort of Machiavellian um, (laughs) overtones. I I think actually strategy is is not anything like that at all. I I think on a personal level or even in terms of maybe a business or a career, whatever it is, it's just basically deciding how to move forward, setting your intent and then focusing your resources, so your time and maybe your physical resources on that one thing and coordinating your, your effort on what really matters. So it's choosing one path over several paths. Yeah, exactly. It's coordinating effort on on one or two things that are really the most important things essentially which which you could see when it's described that way is it's applicable to pretty much any area of endeavor of personal development. So why do you think it helps to have a personal strategy? I think because the the range of things that you could be doing is so vast. If you think sort of horizontally, all the things you might be interested in, all the challenges you might be facing, all of the opportunities that might exist in the world are almost infinite. So the power of strategy and the value of it is in whittling that down to the things will actually try and help you move forwards. Given that breadth of all the things that we we could be doing, the the danger is that you could spend huge amounts of effort and still not get anywhere. And this happens a lot to people. It's obviously happened to me over the years, in various arenas, work, career, et cetera, um, on a personal level. You've only got a certain amount of time and a certain amount of energy so the advantage of it is just choosing where to put that energy effectively because you could you could keep yourself very busy but still not move forwards and strategy is the key to moving forwards for me as just using myself as an example i i can be a little bit of a a butterfly with things and I was talking to Louise Wiseman a couple of weeks ago about creativity and how we've both I think got those kinds of personalities where we can move from one thing to another quite quickly which which is good in in some ways but in other ways it, it does mean that we perhaps don't have a strategic focus on things so do you not think that somehow that kind of thinking could seem rigid and uncreative potentially. Yeah, I think this is where people confuse the the, the word strategy with the word plan or strategic plan, and they're not the same things. Strategy is an overall sense of direction, but it also comes with, it's very important, with a willingness to be flexible. So it's it's more like the North Star concept. You're setting an overall intent, an overall purpose or direction. 
and you're not really saying too much about how you're going to get there. In actual fact, the ultimate destination is less important than the general intent. And the key is just to, to set that overall direction and make a start. So actually, strategy in its true sense, it, it allows for creativity, it allows for flexibility. And actually, that's very important. If you start to think about strategy in terms of planning, so detailed plans, the more detail you put into something, the more fragile that strategy becomes. So when we actually talk about strategy, we're talking about something that actually enables flexibility and creativity. Okay, so it's having an overarching goal, but keeping it fairly fluid. Yeah, I'd say it's not even really a goal as such. Like we use this term North Star, it's probably the closest to strategy you could get in a colloquial sense. Although Mm -hmm. it sounds quite vague, it is just setting that general direction. So strategy is more like direction than actual goals and plans. So if we're thinking that we want to be more strategic in our approach to our personal or professional development, how do we get started with that? I mean, this is going to be different for everybody, but if you can see strategy more like a direction and then use it as a filter rather than as a plan. In terms of getting started, firstly, it's impossible to make progress if you're trying to do everything at once. Okay. Mm -hmm. So The more detail you put into your strategy, the more fragile it's going to become. The more detail you put in, the less clarity you're going to have. So you need to be trying to create a strategy as a starting point that is not fragile and that allows for flexibility. So I'd say to get started, don't agonize over it. Just write something down. Basically, with the strategy, you're looking at this sort of North Star level. This is not a plan. This is a general sense of direction. So set some direction and then just make a start. It might be good to maybe give a couple of examples to to clarify what we mean. So when we talk about a North Star, would that be something like being a CEO of a company or having X amount of customers? I suppose that's where the confusion lies because common sense to me would say, right, so I need to create a strategic plan to get me from A to B. But it sounds like in how you're interpreting strategy, that's not quite the right way to look at it. No. So let's take the be the boss of the company. Mm. Let's say that that's your strategy. That's probably okay as a strategy because it's depending where you are in your career, that might be a number of years out from where you are. The key thing is that that sets a direction. So that can be quite powerful. And then you can start to think about the things that you'll need to do in the short term to move in that direction. But it doesn't necessarily say anything about whether that ultimate intent is where you're going to end up. Because this is this is the interesting thing about strategy. It aligns resources and effort in a particular direction, which magnifies your ability to make progress. But it doesn't necessarily say that you will ultimately achieve what you're aiming at, because you might change your mind along the path and different opportunities might come up. But yeah, so let's say you want to be the the boss of of a company, whether it's your own company or whether you want to get promoted or you want to apply for positions. You you set that strategy as as your North Star, your general intent. And obviously there there are some boundaries to that. Okay, so you're going to start to think about maybe which types of companies, which sector you want to be in, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And you can define that. Then that sets the scene for everything you do. So then you can start to think about what sorts of actions in the short term are going to help me move in that direction. So whether that's looking at promotion, for example, and what skills and experience you're going to need to get that. Then we start to get more into goal setting, which is one level down from strategy. So skills and experience, maybe you're looking to get promoted. Maybe you need to go away and get some qualifications. Maybe as part of that, you realize you're in the wrong company and you need to start thinking about the job market, things like that. 
so it's more like this kind of scene setting and it creates like a filter for, for your decision making in the short term. What are the pitfalls that, that we should be sort of thinking about avoiding when, when we're looking at our strategy and strategic thinking? Yeah, I mean, the classic is conflating strategy with plan. That is probably the biggest, most common pitfall. And I've fallen into that many times myself. If you find you're adding too much detail to your strategy, that's a massive red flag. This is where you can go wrong all the time. You start to think, oh, strategy is a big, important thing. It's super serious. It's very important. So I better sit and write a 10-page document on the strategy. Straight away, that should be a warning sign. You're adding fragility in. You're, you're making it a plan rather than a strategy. So mm-hmm. you know that's one thing. The other pitfall is losing focus. So th- this is very hard to do as human beings maintaining focus over a long period of time is is hard because you can very easily dilute your efforts by doing things which are non-strategic. The third thing I would say is strategy can also be about hard choices sometimes. I say sometimes, probably almost always. Decision to do one thing rather than another. That is the basis of strategy. What are the one or two critical issues in the situation? What are the one or two most promising opportunities that are out there? So the third pitfall is not cutting away activities and projects and initiatives that are non-strategic. So you think, well, I've been doing this for a while. I've got people involved. I've realized it's not strategic, but I don't have the strength to cancel that piece of work or whatever it is. So that's another pitfall, not being hard mm-hmm. enough on your decision making. Yeah, I suppose you've got to be quite forensic, haven't you, if you if you want to get it right? Yeah, the strategy gives you this filter. And actually, as soon as you set the direction or the purpose or the intent, it actually then becomes fairly straightforward and very easy to, to figure out, am I doing things that are not aligned with the strategy? It could be quite obvious. The hard bit is making the effort to remove those things or mm. stop doing those things. If we go all the way back to the very beginning of developing a strategy, I suppose you have to start with an understanding of what you actually want to achieve. Yeah. So how do you decide the direction? I, I think really what, what you're looking to do, because the core of strategy is focusing your effort, basically. And what you, you're looking to do is focus that effort on the things that really matter. So this is the process you can go through to set that direction. You're looking at basically what are the most critical issues surrounding you at the moment? Maybe make a list or just sit and think about this over a coffee or something. You could easily set an arbitrary strategy. And obviously there's, there's another trap you can fall into. You set your strategy as something that you, you find enjoyable and interesting, but isn't the most important thing to be working on. Mm. So the process of setting that direction has to be some preliminary assessment. What are the biggest problems at the moment? So it's not always actually problems. It might be what are the biggest opportunities at the moment. If your strategy is designed to get you out of a bad situation, so let's say, for example, do a personal finance, like get out of debt or something like that. If that's a super critical issue for you, then build the strategy around that. Don't set a strategy to learn how to paint when your Mm. biggest problem is getting out of massive credit card debt. You're looking at what do I need to work on? What are the biggest problems right now in my life or in my career or whatever it is? Or if it's, you know, if it's not getting out of a bad situation, what are the biggest opportunities out there so that i would say would part of the design process it's looking mm-hmm. at what what are the actual what's the elephant in the room what's the big problem or the big opportunity facing you right now one analogy is like if you're trying to light a fire you don't you don't try and light a fire in multiple places all at the same time you need to pick the one spot where you need to apply that flame so yeah you need to do a bit of work at the start to put yourself in the mirror what are the major things in my life and what are the things I either need to solve or I want to move towards. So I problems or opportunities. 
and try and be candid about that because it'd be very easy to design a strategy aligned with just something you find interesting or enjoyable mm-hmm. and just ignore all the actual problems that you need to solve. So to close off, if we were talking to someone who hasn't necessarily thought about being strategic or having a personal strategy before, how would you kind of try and convince them that it was the right thing for them to do? That's a good question because, I mean, strategy is kind of an intimidating word, I think. And because it comes from this kind of military slash business world, you think probably it's, it's, you know, I'm just one individual. It's not for me. If I was going to do a kind of sales pitch for strategy, it might be one good way of sort of phrasing it. Again, coming back to this idea that you only have limited time and resources. A strategy creates an advantage for you in any situation, whether it's personal, whether it's finance, whether it's business, career. It creates an advantage by magnifying the effects of your actions and your resources, so your time effectively. And that is hugely powerful. So if you want some motivation for this, if you want to give me a sales pitch, it will give you superpowers because most people aren't doing this. They're spreading their time and their energy across multiple things and trying to move too many things forward at once. Your superpower is going to, right, I've got a strategy. This is my purpose. This is my direction. And I'm going to put all of my energy into it. That will give you huge advantage. And there's this actual concept if you've come across the idea of tipping points or thresholds. If you do this enough over a long enough period of time, keep investing your energy and your resources and your time Mm -hmm. into one purpose or one direction, it ultimately it creates a tipping point. So this is a bit like lighting a fire analogy. Mm-hmm. If you keep hopping around doing lots of different things or you're trying to do 100 things all at the same time, you will never tip the system over. So tipping the system over, getting into this over this threshold is really what leads to success. Is it helpful to keep a record or is it really just an attitude and a mindset that you take forward? It's more like a mindset. We've talked about objective setting before. Strategy is much more the mindset and the intent. So I'd probably say it's it's not really about documenting. It's more about just keeping, you know, pin it up on the wall. If a strategy is more than a paragraph, it's probably got too much detail in it. So just write down a paragraph, put it somewhere you can always see it and just keep referring back to it. So if it's not about recording your strategy so much or documenting your strategy, how do you make sure that you stay on track with what you're doing? That's difficult. I mean, the whole question of motivation comes up in all this, whether it's personal development, strategy and things like that. As long as strategy isn't too fixed on the details, that helps to keep going because you're not too beholden to a super big detailed plan. And the strategy is just an overall sense of direction. That helps a lot with motivation because it, it gives you autonomy. It allows you, enables you to be creative and it keeps things interesting at the decision-making and the goal-setting level. But ultimately, you do need to take responsibility. You do need to hold yourself accountable for moving forwards. Yeah. And there's various ways of doing this. You say about documenting, write things down, write the strategy down and pin it somewhere obvious, remind yourself of it every day. But then at the operational level, when you're down at the goal setting, also write down your goals, monitor progress against goals, which is one level down from the strategy, but also talk to people about it, try and find maybe mentors or coaches. These could be one-to-one things or people around you, people you know who will be positive and supportive in general. So it might be people at work or you know even friends and family. Could even just be reading the right books, watching YouTube, people you admire. If anyone is listening to this and still feeling a bit intimidated or a bit confused about what strategy is and whether to bother, just be aware that this isn't something you need to agonize over. The ultimate destiny 
destination or the intent or purpose you're setting is almost less important than making a start. So do a bit of analysis, think about what the big things you want to get solved are, the big things you want to move towards are, choose one of them, call that your strategy, and then start doing things. Just make a start. Make a start. Always good advice, I think. Yep. Lovely. So on that note, we'll finish. (laughs) Thanks to everyone for listening and see you next week.